Okay, Delilah, you're on the podcast. Say hello. Can you say hello? Say hi, hello. I hope I hope Rick recorded a little bit of it. Like literally, we could not get her to stop talking. What are you doing? Delilah, what is what? Tell everybody your name. What is your name? Delilah Ray. Delilah Ray. How old are you, Delilah Ray? Two. Yes, you are two years old. What's your favorite movie? The Bad Guys. The Bad Guys. She loves watching The Bad Guys. And then, what's your second favorite movie? Um, Moana. Yes, she loves Moana. Not Poana, silly. Okay, can you do ABCs for everybody? A B. You already forgot. C. Can you can you sing my song? Can I sing a song? Yeah. What song do you want? Yes, to sing? Uh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank what song you. do you want to sing? Oh, oh silly girl. Right. Well, Delilah wanted to say hi to you guys and. You know, Delilah has been here. The summer's almost over, so she will start school next week. And since Delilah wanted to be on the podcast, we let her be on for a few minutes. Right, Delilah? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, what do we say? Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, thank you, my love. Okay. okay. Go back go back and play. Go we love you. <laughs> she is um I mean since since uh um we had her on we should probably talk about her a little bit. She is just such a girly girl. She is. It is I mean I, you know I think one of the reasons that I've always loved you is because you are a girly girl and even though it takes you 4 hours to get ready <laughs> I love the fact that you always wear dresses. You always you, you never look um, dressed down. You're always frumpy? dressed up. I never look. No, frumpy. you always you always look like a lady. Oh. You know, and um, of course Delilah's gonna be that, right? I mean, she came out. You should have seen her come out and flay, flailing her her dress, <laughs> and she comes out and she's like, "I'm a princess," and she spins and she wants her Moana dress. I mean, her. Uh, Encanto dress. Yeah, but she calls it when um, she says, I want a miracle dress. She loves miracle dress. Encanto yes. and Mirabel wears like a big billowy dress. And so now every morning she's like, I want an Encanto dress. So I'm trying to like stock up on them because summer's almost over and you can't. It's like a summer thing. Yes. So it was, um, I mean, she's just so much like you and, and she already shops, which is crazy. She'll shop. She'll be like, oh, no. And then she'll like walk over check something out like it's unbelievable and then you know i when we were in vegas i bought renee a, a purse because i've already learned my lesson <laughs> that if we go to vegas and i buy her something then she'll let me gamble so i went ahead and and made the compromise to buy her a purse renee came home with the purse but then i didn't even think about it i also bought miss dora my mother a little gift because my mom is always so sweet, and anytime we need her help, she's always here for us. She and, comes and stays with the kids. Oh, my God. You know, mom's just has always been there for me. And, you know, I thought, and she never takes money. My mom will never, we offer to pay her to be here. So she was the one that helped us while we were in Vegas. And I wanted um, to give her just a little gift, you know. So, 
but it was a, it was a wallet. Uh-huh. We, we gave her a very nice wallet. And then Renee got her purse. So I come home. I'm like, Mom, here's a gift. And it was in a gift bag. And then Renee, uh, Renee was like, well, let me show you, Dora, the, the purse I got. And then they're like, oh, girling it up. Yes. Well, I didn't think, and it was my fault, to get something for my Delilah. Yeah. So then you tell them what happened. Well, so she's walking around with my my purse, and I'm like, don't drag it off the floor. But um, the next day when I was going to take her, I forget where we were going. We were going somewhere, and she saw me. I put my new handbag on, and she goes, you stole my purse. I didn't even know she knew the word stole. She told me I stole her purse, and I texted you. I said, uh-oh, you better go buy this girl a purse because she thinks I stole her purse. So that's what I did. I went out, and I bought her a badass purse, and I got her her purse. But I was like, I, I didn't think that at two and a half, I would be buying my daughter her first purse. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's unbelievable. And there's definitely, it is so different. Yeah. Not only boys and girls, but second child. Yeah. I mean, it's so different. And, and. Oh, I've been feeling so much mommy guilt lately with Delilah. Oh, baby. We, we, you know, she has a wonderful life. She does. She has, yeah, she really does. She really does. I just, I feel like our life is crazier now than we had Garrett. It was much calmer when Garrett was born. But, but it's, but it's different too, right? I mean, Delilah is, is. You know, Garrett didn't, wasn't a baby in this home. Yeah. You know, Garrett, I mean, it's just different. I mean, I think they're She's both. She's living a much bigger, you know, blessed life. But but I uh, I feel like because things are crazy and like we're jetting off here for a few days and then, you know, things like that, I'm leaving her behind more than I did. And I think because she's a girl, I feel like she should be with me more. So I'm having, I'm having a hard time with that. And, it, and uh I just have a hard time with it. And now like summer's coming to an end and she's going to go back to school. And I know that's good for her. Like she misses her friends. Delilah's like you. She loves, she loves people. We host something at the house and she will be up till 11 o'clock at night. Like the last one playing in a good mood, partying, riding around on her scooter. And then she'll wake up the next morning and be like, when are my friends coming over? Aren't we doing it again today? Like she always says, my friends, my friends she's, are coming. She is so social yeah she's and, and and you are not she's you, totally you are new. you are not social like renee is one of these people that when we have people over that she doesn't like oh it oh, fucking shows that sounds terrible it no. shows that sounds terrible. renee it shows and when there's people here that renee loves it shows you are so unfair no very we different have, no we have talked about this you are one of those people that the, you feed off the energy of other people, and that like gets you going and gets you amped up. I don't disagree. It's like your audience, for me, I'm not saying it's bad. Well, you, you make it sound like it's. I'm, bad, I'm just saying that, that me, 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 and you are different people. For me, what is more, um, what gives me energy is when I actually have a chance to go down and lay in my bed and rest. Like when I have to entertain people, that is tiring for have me. To. It doesn't it doesn't give when me when I more have energy. to entertain people. When I have to. Well yeah. Like I don't can, I don't I can't just go I don't, hide in my bed and take a nap when we have people over. That's I don't great. have to entertain anybody. I enjoy entertaining people. You are totally missing it is the a, point. It is and then a you say I'm not making it sound bad. Yes you are. It's like, it's there like, are certain people that it's like my joke when I go and having a little quiet time is more restorative for them. I know you I, don't I, want to be alone not, with your thoughts. I'm not 
I, bullshit, I don't want to be alone. Of course, I'm alone with my thoughts all the time. I, the problem that, I'm, that I have is that I'm with my thoughts all the time. That I am constantly thinking and constantly meditating and constantly trying to be better. You are I'm, on the road I'm, in a hotel room by yourself. You get that time. I, I don't. When I wasn't, you're on the road I wasn't, alone in a hotel room by yourself, I wasn't starting I'm a fight. home with two kids. I, oh, I really, wasn't starting a fight. Not? I think maybe you were. Classic Renee. I think I, I say something were. and that she doesn't like and it's defend, defend, defend. I'm, I'm not trying to start a fight. I'm having, trying to have a conversation. I, I am too. To I am too. I don't know how this. We haven't had. A, you started talking about how you are great, and I do this. I didn't say that. Yeah, I didn't oh, say that. That's kind of what it sounded like. That's kind I'm of. I'm just what explaining it like. that. Let's, that Let's see what the comments say. I'm Steve just Virginia. explaining that if you come, Let's to, if you if you say. come to my house, you will know by looking at her face whether she likes you or not. Oh, that's not. That's true. all I'm saying. No, that is not true. If someone comes to our house, it's I like everybody. Like them. No, I like everybody. If someone comes to our house, like it's because we like them. Um, well, this is not the way I wanted the conversation to go, but here we are. Well, here we are. We, ha- we haven't had a fight in a long time. <laughs> I, I, I love the way that Renee say, let's see the comments. Let's see the comments. The comments are 99% in your favor, whether I am right or wrong. <laughs> so, of course, of course, we love Renee. We love Renee. I do, too. That's why she's my wife. I love her, too. That's why I get to talk into this other mic. I, I was... I was laughing yesterday. I went to um, I went to Peter Piper with the kids yesterday, and I took Rebecca, um, uh-huh. the nanny. And this guy came up to me. He's like, "Oh my god, hey Steve Trevino, right?" And I'm like, "Hey man, what's up?" And then he comes back like 20 minutes later with his wife, uh-huh. and his wife like stares at me, and she was like, "She goes, it is him, but that's not his wife." <laughs> and I go, I go, I know that's <laughs> Rebecca, the nanny, but it was so funny that they were like, "And that's not your wife." Uh, but it was funny that, that uh, but that's what I love. I mean, you know, the fact that, that me and you have created this together. I mean, there's so many times, um, that you're walking down the street and people recognize you. Yeah. Right. So it's really exciting that, that, that is happening that, you know, what we envisioned for us and for us to work together, because I'll be honest with you, man, like, I, I don't know if we would have, we, we could make it if I didn't include you. You know? I don't know. That's that's tough. Like I think about that too, and there are challenges that come with working together. Obviously, like there are things we have to navigate and figure out between the two of us. Um, but at the same time, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's just we've we've done it now for long enough. I mean, but it was you know early on we would have those arguments, right? Of like where I would say like if you if you go get a job, a regular job. Oh yeah. Then. You only get two weeks off a year. Oh, no, because there's times that I would be like so upset with you and feel really unappreciated. And I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to go work for someone who appreciates me. <laughs> and then you'd be like, Renee, how is that going to work? We have kids. <laughs> it's just hard, you know. And, and I mean, I, I'm glad that we have worked together. I'm glad that we have created this career together because oh, I really sure. think... Um, it's a I, gift. I, it, it, I, I just really think that our relationship thrives because of that. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, the, the ability to go, we're going to go to Vegas. You yeah. know, you don't have to ask off. I am your boss, yeah. right? You fuck your boss. Oh, for um, sure. If I, if I made a pros and cons list, even when I feel like unappreciated, the pros list is much, much longer. So, I mean, it, we've just been blessed in that way, right? That, yeah. That, that, but, but, I mean, I say blessed, but we worked hard at it. 
Yeah. You know, we, we, we decided to do it that way. We worked very hard to do it that way. Yeah. You know, and, and now you get to direct a Netflix special. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and you get to help produce and you get to be on the phone calls with Rick and make decisions for us and, and yeah. really have a huge role in what we do as for a living. Yeah. You know, that's why I love, love, love telling the story about how we met. You know, because oh, and I just realized in this moment as you said that that so look, I got I got a little emotional, but this is the special that's finally going to be on, and it's what I'm directing. That's really really cool. Yeah, it's very. Excuse me for one second. Can you? Yeah, no, that's really cool. And I I am like I am nervous and I am excited, but I'm really grateful um, to have Rick sort of helping. Um, helping me through the process and we're assembling a team that I think is going to be really awesome and pull off something really beautiful. Last night I was laying in bed and I was looking cause we've already scouted the Tobin and I was looking at videos and photos that we took at the Tobin center. And if you've never seen a show in there, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. The Tobin's I'm excited. Gorgeous. There's like the tears and the lights around the theater. Like I'm, I'm really excited. No, I am, I am more than excited. I mean, I'm, I think, I think this special is the first opportunity we have had to truly be on a national stage without relying on word of mouth. You know, the word of, the word of mouth and people finding the special. I was going to say, what do you mean? People, I didn't follow. I didn't well, follow you. you know, I mean, we, we were, we've never been on the big stage, you know. With, we had a special on Netflix before. We did, but it was our first one. It yeah. was when Netflix started. It was buried and hidden. And, yeah. it, and it did help. But, you know, now it is, you know, Netflix bought that special. Right. Now Netflix is paying us to be on their network. Yeah. So we'll get a little more page. You know, I mean, there's a million things to watch on Netflix. Yeah. I, I was going to say, when you said that, I was like, no, no, we still need you to like share, share it with your friends. Oh, of course. Like, make no, sure no. you're playing Look, it on Netflix. We, 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 we cannot thank you enough. And we've thanked you a million times. But, you know, because of you guys, we are as successful as we are now. But now we are going to be successful Hopefully, despite the fact that we don't we don't have to rely and count on you guys as much. Yeah. You know, and I've talked about it before where, you know, I have friends who are comedians and I will not name names that are just average. They're not that good. You know, the industry loves them. They get specials on Netflix and they end up with great careers Yeah. because they're able to get the eyeballs on them through a huge platform. Yeah. You know, so if that's the case for my friends that, that are not as funny, then what is it going to do for us? Right. Yeah. Not to mention a lot of those guys got, got Netflix specials before they had any social media and the Netflix specials led to the strength in their social media. Mm -hmm. Well, I have the advantage of my social media is very, very strong. Yeah. So I can advertise and promote to the people who love us <clears throat> and who are already on board. Yeah. And then I know that they will go out and share that. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I just think that it's, it's all, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just think that it's all coming together the right way. 
Yeah. No, I, well, and speaking of that, I saw a social media comment when you shared that we were filming at the Tobin, and they said, oh, I'm so glad it's going to be on Netflix. It was someone, I don't know if they were from Australia, I can't remember where they were from, but it was from another country, and they were like, I'm so glad we're, it's going to be on Netflix so we can see it. So we just need to make sure, though, because Netflix is like different no, markets. I, but I, I read that, and I was like, oh, I got to make sure. That, so that was my, that, yes, I'm glad you brought that up, because when we sold the Netflix special to um, um Netflix all those years ago, we were only U.S. Yeah. Right? And even our Amazon Prime, and, and I don't know if Rick, I know Rick's busy, but I think our Amazon Prime specials are only in the U.S. Yeah. We worked right? on, like, it's like a separate... And Canada. Yeah. Oh, and, and It's a and separate Canada. application yep. process for each one. Right, Rick? Correct. Yeah. So this time... I have a question for you. While I have you, you said you were nervous about this special. How, um... How were you with I Speak Wife? Were you nervous for that? No, uh, you know, I, I Speak Wife, you know, to me was, was and also because of COVID, and this one's becoming that too. I, the only reason I'm, I'm, I'm nervous is because I want to make sure that we deliver the product. I'm not worried about my stand-up so much. This time there's more pressure for all of us as a team yes. to pull something off that's way better, not better material wise, but you know, this time there's, this is for Netflix. There's guidelines. There's now we're talking to big DPs. It's just different. It feels, it feels like a level up Rick with, I speak wife. It was, it was YouTube and it was Steve's YouTube channel. And I didn't feel like I was going to be criticized. You know, now it feels like there's some one. It feels like now there's really something to prove because it's a, a bigger stage, um, but so but that, also the material too. Not that the material with I Speak Wife wasn't so good, but the material so good. Like I I just want to do all of it justice. Well, and, and I mean I don't know. Are, are you feeling the pressure, Rick? Of of there's just so many more moving pieces this time. No, because anything that goes wrong, I could just blame on Renee. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> It's always the director's fault. Yeah, Renee, Renee, uh, Rick's like, I didn't pick that guy. Renee did. <laughs> no, that, in all honesty, like we've done, uh, we've done so much TV that it's, it's, you know, it's another network. Well, yeah. I mean, for me though, I, I I feel that that, well, but I'm also one of these people that if I get hired for a job, which this is, I'm getting hired for a yeah. job. Not only do I do my job, I try to do it times two. Yeah. You know, it, 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 I never take for granted any job I get. You know, whether it's I'm getting hired to go to a comedy club. Well, my job is to promote. My job is to put on a great show. Not yeah. only am I going to promote, not only I'm going to promote extra, I'm going to do the extra show and I'm going to I'm going to hang out and take pictures and do whatever I got to do. Yeah. Right. With the audience. I just I just always do over and above and that's how I was raised right and it's not Rick and and for me too it's like it's not like it's just it's not just directing a short film like I, I don't mean to say just that way but when you're doing a Steve Trevino project it's the element it's like the double layer you're there's the live event production of it and in this case you know the venue is bigger there's more staff there's more people in moving pieces um, and you've got the live event coupled with the fact that we're also filming it. And last time we weren't dealing with union rules and things like that. And it just feels like there's so many more pieces in play 
and it's you like and and with you it's it's us right it's the brand you've worked so hard to build so making sure all that people in the audience are happy but also that we capture what we need on film well and i also feel that for the first time in my career i have an entire team and when i say entire team i'm talking about an entire team of everybody that truly knows who i am what i represent what i'm about yeah right i felt like in the past i had other people on my team that were somewhat pushy in well we really think you should do this and we really think you should do that and well i know you like doing things this way but we and and now everybody in my team's like yeah steve what do you want to do yeah and how do you want to do it you know within reason of course but and, and you know i also feel you know thank god for rick because i don't know how i would feel if it was a new company coming in to do it, right? And I also feel like Rick has been around us enough and respects us both enough that he gives us that freedom of, hey guys, I trust you, you trust me. Yeah. Right? And I'm glad it's Rick because if it wasn't Rick, I would have a little bit of, Mm -hmm. do these people have my best interest? Yeah. Right? And with Rick, there's no doubt in my mind that I have that Rick has our best interest yes. in mind, um, right? And Rick, I I go ahead, Rick. As much as I want you guys to keep going praising me, and, and believe me, I do want that. But uh, can I tell you one of the things that made me really smile? Uh, two things actually. Renee's um, sent over shots and stuff that she liked, and uh, an email later in the night saying All right, about camera positions and stuff. That is someone who is not stopping the thought process, you know, that's who you want in your corner. Someone who's thinking about it when you're not in meetings and stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, and, and that is another thing about Renee. Renee is a perfectionist and Renee is somebody that, that does research. Like in my joke, (laughs) I do research, I do research. Um, But, 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 but going back to the reason I'm so happy to tell the story about how we met for two things. And I say it on stage. Number one, I want people to know that we are so different, right? And that we do argue and we, we 90% do not see eye to eye, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but, and there are times that Renee and I feel like maybe we should not have gotten married. However, I don't know that we feel we I mean, shouldn't have gotten married. We, we, I think we feel like life might be easier if we had found more compatible partners. <laughs> <laughs> and we've talked about that before. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but here we are, all these years later, together, going strong. I don't I think our relationship is better today than it's ever been. Yeah. Right? The 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 thought of separating is nowhere near our brains when there was times when it was like, ugh, are we just gonna go our separate ways because it's yeah. hard, right? And and so we're better now than ever. So I love telling the story of because I think there's people out there that feel that way. I think there's people out there that are couples that, that say the exact same thing. I should have married somebody more compatible. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I hope that the Why story... Why wasn't eHarmony around? Yeah. But <laughs> but the story of, of us and how long we've been together, I hope is inspiring to people, number one. And then, and then number two, I also want people to know, holy shit, they've been together that long? Yeah. That we did this together. You know, I, you, you didn't walk into my life 
and I was already selling tickets and I was already successful and I already had a TV show or I already had specials. Yeah. We literally did this together. And I love telling the story so that people can realize that, hey man, Renee and I, we did this together. Yeah. Was I already doing stand-up? Yes. But at the same time, Renee's over here studying drama. Renee's over here studying directing, studying producing, studying being an actor. She goes to NYU to put in her time in this field. And then I'm over here doing my stand-up like I'm in college. And then we got together and took our skills and have now created what we have today. And we did it together. And I want people to know that for, for a few reasons. Number one, I don't want people to ever look at you and the life that you get to live and go, oh, this bitch just walked into it. No, Renee earned it and worked hard for it. Oh, you know you. what I mean? Thank you. So I want people to also see that and, and to show our relationship uh, in a way that's, of course, hilarious. It's one of my favorite bits yeah. right now. Hilarious, but also at the end of it to go, hey, look, man, Renee and I are not perfect. We are not compatible. Would eHarmony put us together? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but, but here we are, right? Yeah. And, and, and I think that, the, that even though we are very different, the thing that we are the same on is our morals, our hard work, our integrity, yeah. right? The, our belief in God, the yeah. love we have for our country. All of the all of the main things that truly matter, we're on the same page. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I'm so excited for this special because, you know, they call them specials, and lately there's so many out there. They're not that special, but for me, this one is special because of all the hard work. Yeah. Because what me and you have created, because the fact that my wife gets to direct and produce, the fact that. You know, Rick, who has become one of our best friends, yeah. is a part of it because my cousin's wife, Lori, is now a part of it. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just special. Yeah. You know, and I really feel like uh, I have the right team around me yeah. to then go out and turn this into something really special. However, I'm also a little scared. Why are you scared? Uh, I'm scared of the fame that it might bring. Being famous is very uncomfortable to me. Um, people staring at me in a, in, a, in a way when I'm out in public is scary to me and uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, I've said it before on this podcast. I much rather prefer somebody. Like the guy at Peter Piper was great. I walked past him and he was like, what's up, Steve? Big fan. Gives me a fist bump. And that was it. Yeah. And then his wife came over like, oh my God, it is you. That's not your wife. <laughs> and then, you know, they just, they, they acknowledged me. Yeah. Right. It's the, the constant staring. Um, you know, I mean, like, like, like Gabriel Iglesias, who is so famous, you know, that, that even at his own party, he had to have security. Yeah. Even at his own party, his assistant couldn't leave his side. Right, you know that that's well. That's what, just men being needy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's that's that, that's the scary part. Yeah. And, and my life right now is literally a million miles an hour, and it makes me go, "Gosh, does it make it more busy or less busy? We don't know. 
Yeah. Right. It, you know, with more success, do I get more help? Or with more success, do I get more busy? Uh, I, right? I, I, I don't, think I don't know. help doesn't, more help doesn't necessarily, I don't want to say more help doesn't necessarily help because it helps, but it, it becomes more to manage and that's tricky too. Uh, Renee, can you call, um, oh, I got it right here. Um, yeah, my, my phone has been acting weird, Rick. Is that better? Um, so yeah, you know, that, that is, that is one of the things that's making me nervous is, is this going to make me, you know, and, and again, like, you know, me and you go to SeaWorld and we could pass 10 people and they don't know who we are. Yeah. And then we pass one or two out of those 10 and they go, Oh my God, Steve Trevino, can we yeah. get a picture? Are they staring? Right. Um, so, so I don't know. I mean, you know, that's, that's kind of what makes me makes me nervous. Yeah. You know, is it's really hard to have family time as it is. Yeah. Because when we do go out, I mean, you know, there's not a day that goes by where I go out in public where Garrett goes, Oh, that's a fan. You know, where we're doing something and he goes, Oh, that guy's a fan. Or Garrett will go, Oh, we got to stop so you can take pictures. You know, and I'm like, yeah, buddy, like, it's our responsibility. I think and he then, does a good you know, job. He does. He does do a good job. It. But what I'm saying is what happens when that gets turned to 10? Yeah. Right. What happens? I remember listening to um, um, Paul Rodriguez's son, who is now a famous skateboarder. You know, Paul Rodriguez's son saying, I hated it. He's like, we couldn't we couldn't go to Disney World because my dad spent the whole day with everybody else. Yeah. You know, we couldn't do this because my dad spent the day with everybody else. You know, so yeah. I don't know. It, 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 it does scare me um, a little bit. I mean, I, I hope that we handle it with class. I hope we handle it in a way um, that is the right way. Yeah. I'm also excited about the fact that if I do become more famous with this special, I can now raise more money for veterans. Yeah. I can now bring awareness um, to veterans. Yeah. You know, so that makes me happy. You know, the more, the more fame that I have gotten, the more I've been able to get the word out about the struggles that veterans have. Yeah. Right. So I am happy in the fact that I can make a greater impact. Right. In a good way. I'm excited about like, you know, through COVID and the podcast, we've, people from South Africa have found us people from Singapore, from India, oh, so awesome. from, you know, all around the globe have found us and that's really, really cool. And I'm excited for them to get to see your stand-up special. Oh, me too. And, and, and see, we're like, it really is. I mean, from. it's, it's, it's mind blowing, man. I mean, when we get messages from South Africa and we get messages from Singapore and we yeah. get messages from Europe and Australia and you just go, Oh my gosh. Like, I'm like, I want to go to all those places. Let's I'm, I'm go. Just, I'm this little kid from Gregory, Portland, Texas, oh, Yeah, you know, and, and I go home and I just go, holy crap. Today, as a matter of fact, I, I for whatever reason, I, I zillowed the house I grew up in. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it was 875 square feet. The house I grew up in was 875 square feet. Yeah. And you know what I love about that? And again, going back to this special, I never felt poor. Yeah. We always had a beautiful home. That home was always well kept and clean and nice. Yeah. Our yard was always nice. I, I never, I, I knew we weren't rich, right? I, that's one thing I did know. I knew yeah. we weren't rich, but I never felt poor. I have hardworking parents who had a lot of pride 
in their home. Yeah. And they lived in their own budget so they could enjoy their retirement, which I would say my parents, not only did they raise our, us kids, we never went without, right? We never begged or asked for anything. And my parents were able to have a one, they're having a wonderful retirement, you know? And I think that it makes me sad that why was that good enough for my parents? And I feel like nowadays people go, I'm not going to live in that house. It was a great home. It was a great home. I love that home. And, and everybody on that street was in similar situations. And in those days, all the homes were nice and neat and clean. All yeah. the yards were nice. I grew up around a lot of great kids who are now great men and women. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and I just, it is very humbling to look at that and go, not only did I grow up on practically a dirt road. Yeah. It was a caliche road. So it wasn't dirt. It was a caliche road um, with cornfields and cotton fields everywhere. I absolutely love my childhood. Yeah. You know, and I would never say that I grew up poor. Like I say in my stand-up, I didn't grow up poor. I didn't grow up rich. Yeah. I didn't grow up in a big house, but my mom and my dad made it a home. I don't know. I think it's, yeah. I think it's a social media thing. It's like you said, as this little kid from Gregory, Portland, Texas, you didn't realize like there were places with a comedy club and that people told jokes for a living. Like, you know, you, you had your small, safe sense of community and it's like now everything is blasted all over social media. I would, I would ride my go, I would ride my go-kart to, uh, to religion class. <laughs> I would literally ride, drive in the streets of Gregory, Texas, when I lived in Gregory, to, to, to go church. to the church to do religion class. I felt rich. <laughs> like some kids had to walk, some kids had a bike, some kids had mopeds and four-wheelers and go-karts. And dude, I'd roll over there, pull up, park in a spot next to the... <laughs> You know, next to somebody's moped and or somebody's four wheeler, and then we'd yeah. go home. You know, I mean, I'm talking like eight, nine years old. I loved it. It was freaking awesome. That's you know, crazy. but but again, that that is like I told you, one of the reasons that that I wanted a home with with land, because I want Garrett to be on the Polaris and the go kart and the four wheelers and the dirt bikes, and I want Garrett to have chickens running around. And I want to get, get attacked by a rooster. Yeah, he did get attacked. The, the rooster did oh. scare the shit out of him. And I went in there and had to punt a rooster. Uh, <laughs> that'll get me canceled right there. Um, but I had to really show my dominance on the rooster. But, but again, you know, I, that's one of the reasons that I wanted land and I wanted um, the country life for Garrett so that he can grow up also somewhat the way I grew up. Yeah. You know, we, you know, we grew up. Um, you know, I didn't live on a ranch, but it might as well have been, you know, there was cornfields and cotton fields and woods and we railroad stopped. Railroad tracks. Yeah, railroad tracks. And God, I think about, I used to roll under the train. What do you mean roll under the train? Under the train. What like, cause you, the train. the train is going, you can roll. Well, no, cause, you... cause the train would come to Gregory uh -huh. and it would load up all the materials in Gregory. So okay. that's a big load up. To send it off. Where? So, Where did it load up? Right there at the train station, right by my house. Yeah. And the train would go back and forth and then move up one and then move up one. Uh -huh. So in order for me to get to my friend's house, oh, I gotcha. Okay. I would roll under the train tracks. And I think to myself, if Garrett came home and was like, yeah, I rolled under a train on the train tracks, I'd be like, don't fucking do Why that. Why did you have to go under? Why didn't you just go between the cars? 
Huh? But that's, do you have, do you have any idea how high those things are? No, I've never stood next to a train. I've never been that they're close high. to a train before. And, and you know, you can't go, oh, you could, but it, I mean, they're high. Yeah. So we would just roll under and go, and it was like, wait a minute, was I? I'm rolling. Up. What if that train would have taken off at that moment? I mean, you know. But we would run around all over the place, you know. And, but anyway, but my point is that that it was very humbling, you know, to to look at the square footage of that house and go, wow, wow. You know, and and I also think that that that's kind of the secret too is is can we keep perspective? Yeah. Right. Can we always remember where we came from and always, number one, lift people up that we if we see people with potential, Mm -hmm. it is our job to lift them up. Right. And help. And and, um, um, you know, it's that it's that encourage encourage. But it's that it's that um, Tim McGraw song, humble and kind. Uh You know, when you get to the top, remember to turn around and bring somebody up. Yeah, my right. mom always tells Garrett that's her song to Garrett. Yep, you know, and it, it's, um, you know, keeping perspective, looking back and going, okay, where did we come from? Yeah. And not losing touch with with what, what and who we are. Yeah. Right, I think that that's important to also relay that message to Garrett and to Delilah to continue to remind them where we come from, who we are, the kind of people we are, and to also be humble and kind. Yeah. You know, it, it's tough. It makes me think you always, you've always told me we have always, you know, we've always lived, laughed, and loved together regardless of what we did or didn't have. And I think that's, that's like the core. But, but I, you know, we, we lived in, a, in an apartment that was like 475 square feet, me and you. Mm-hmm. It was a tiny one bedroom. Uh, so much so Me, that it, you and a dog. Yeah. If, if we use the oven, we would have to open all the doors. Because <laughs> it's smoke. It would get so hot. It would, the whole house, the whole apartment would get hot, right? Yeah. Um, but, but I would say that we were just as happy then as we are today. Yeah. You know, we still had a lot of fun. Yeah. We still enjoyed each other's company. And, and our little 400 square foot apartment was nice. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the things I love about you is you always found a way to make things our home yeah which is leads me and it just hit my brain i didn't do it on purpose hmm. i did not do it on purpose what? it does transition into uh rick i don't know if you know this renee has been invited oh, 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 you can't talk oh, about it oh, oh no see we always end up talking about things we're not supposed to talk about yet huh i know i know wait we wait, can't wait. spill the thesis. Not, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Well, there's some exciting news for for to share with you guys um, about Renee, and it is it is really cool. It is really cool. That so, would have been a very good segue. That would have been a good segue. Hint, hint, hint. hint. Uh, transition into um, what we were talking about, but <laughs> I, I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited for this special, and I, and I hope that people don't go, "God, you guys are still talking about it." Yeah, we are because. I'm, I'm just excited about it. I'm a little nervous about it. And for all the reasons that, that I put out there, right? Yeah. But, but I really do believe, you know, talking about the home I grew up in in this special, talking about trying to raise kids today, talking about our journey and the things that we've been through in my life, all of those things are covered in this special. Yeah. So, and, and you know, it is about family. It is about, it is about, trying to be good people. It is about God. It is about trying to better our lives. It is about 
reflection. It is about being humble. It's about being kind. I mean, the whole special is really, you know, somebody came up to me <clears throat> two days ago or, or three days ago when I was in Virginia and they go, God, your, your, your show's like a movie. They go, your show literally feels like I'm watching a movie. Yeah. There's laughs, there's crying, there's, you know, the way you wrote it is like a movie. And I was like, oh my God, that's perfect. Yeah. It is like a, a movie. You right. Know? So, and then. I mean, it, well, you, you really do. You try and craft your set as you get closer and closer to us filming. We, you try and land on an order that does feel like the audience member is going for a ride. There's a crescendo. There's a ending like the order makes sense it does make sense and and i'm i'm super excited um to perform it i'm also i'm also scared and nervous and excited all at the same time to start writing new material so then that, that, that i don't know here we go again Whew, that is so daunting and that's all on you yep. i am also um i do want to uh, give a big shout out to um jeff Steele and and don Steele because um, they Don uh, Jeff was working in Virginia Beach this weekend, uh-huh. and Don decided to join him. Uh-huh. And I just I love him, I miss him, and you know it, it's so funny that that Don is the me in the relationship, and, uh-huh. and Jeff is. So we went to a casino, uh-huh. and and of course Jeff's a great hang and, and easy going, and 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 by the way, like Jeff's one of those guys, you know that we go okay, are we gonna Uber or who's gonna drive? And then Don goes, uh, Jeff will drive us. Let's go, you know. And then Jeff's like, yeah, no problem. But but Je- Jeff is such a beautiful human because he's always so helpful. Yeah. You know, he, he's like Arthur Gerber in that way where where you can go, man, we got to pick up somebody at the airport. And Jeff will go, man, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, but Jeff, it's like four in the morning. He's like, no problem, man. I'll, I'll take care of it. And he's just such a good human in that way. And then Don, you know, Don's really funny and, and, and just as easy going as him. But uh-huh. Don and I end up at the casino uh, with Flip. Flip Schultz joined us, the comedian. Um, and Timmy and we're all hanging out, we're having laughs. And then all of a sudden we can't find Jeff. Right. Um, <laughs> like we need our driver. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but we don't realize that it's almost six in the morning. Oh, dang. And Jeff's like, uh, y'all want to come home or do you want to see the sun come up? And we were like, Oh shit. Me and Dad were like, we should go home. Right. <laughs> and then I'm super concerned cause I'm like, Oh crap. I think I lost a bunch of money. I don't know how I much think, I lost. Yeah, I didn't know. I think. And then all of a sudden, Timmy comes up to me the next day and he goes, hey man, here's all this money you gave me. I cashed it out for you. And I'm like, oh my God, thank God, dude. I didn't know what happened. <laughs> and then I look in my shirt pocket uh-huh. and I've got a bunch of money in there too. I'm like, oh, I did good. I did. We did good. We did good. We, we broke even. Um, so it, it was it was a great weekend with Don and Jeff. And, and I just, I, I just, I think sometimes people are so easygoing. Uh-huh. And and so kind, and such good friends, that we forget to tell them thank you. Yeah. Right. So today, a message to those of you out there: think about those friends that you forget to say thank you to, and maybe send them a message. Send them a text message. Call them up. I and, like that. And, and and just like let, you know, remind yourself that the fr- those friends that you have that are so selfless and don't ever ask for anything. And are always there for you. Just remember to send them a little text message saying, hey, if I forget to tell you thank you, please understand that I love you and thank you and we appreciate you. So uh, that's I think that's the the little message we have for you guys today. And I think it's a good message. I like it. You know, because uh, I mean, we Jeff and Don lived in in um, Temecula. 
California. They're original Texans. We all went to high school together. And then they moved literally an hour from us. Yeah. And our life is so busy that we don't get to see them. We talk about that know. all the time. Even with like Ponch and Kiki, we see our friends when we're out on the road. And then when they end up closer to us, we almost see them. We, less. Not almost. We do. We see them less because life at home is so crazy and chaotic when we're yep. here. It's nuts the way that works out. Um, so big shout out to Aztec Chevrolet for always taking care of us. So proud, proud, proud to be associated with those people. Give them a chance, please. Also, big shout out to Old Salt Coffee. I cannot, I am at the point where I cannot live life with other coffee. I don't want to drink anything else. That is our coffee. It has become a, a uh, I don't know if it's acquired taste or the know. quality. And or I, don't what, consider, but I don't consider myself a coffee snob. You are. You are for I, sure a coffee snob. It's amazing coffee. Trevino 10 gives you a discount. Um, please, please, please order. And then, of course, pick cherries. Download the app. Send us, send us your cherries. Please. Yeah, I'm curious to see like what people clip out. I want to see some cherries. We love you guys, and 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 Rick. I'm so excited for this next few months, four months, and the adventure that we're gonna go on to deliver, hopefully, a beautiful product that inspires, that makes people laugh, yeah, that makes people forget about their worries, that makes people realize that their marriage is good and should continue. <laughs> we love you guys. We'll see you next time. Don't forget, tell those friends that you always count on that you love them. Thanks, guys.